You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That's it. It's out there in the world now. It is out there. We have to... We have signed, to sealed, up. and delivered, Greg. The contract has been signed, the venue has been selected, and the date is locked in. Oh for my the, god, I'm so excited. For the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party. Five years. Greg, how have we, we almost, possibly been doing this for I five years? I have no idea. I do not even know. It seems strange and bizarre. It seems like I'm making it up when I'm saying yeah. it. I'm like, oh no, we've been doing yeah. the podcast for five years. Right. It's going to be five years in November. I do like how on the announcement, though, you posted it on Facebook. Five years we've been doing this show. A lot of work. So immediately somebody says, I miss Rick. Hello, I know. Everyone. <laughs> this is What's he up to these right, days? Right. We haven't been doing anything for five years. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with I Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here at a Portland, Oregon, five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you to everyone who has found us over the last few years. So we we made this announcement yesterday, So um, and we just want to get this out because we're really excited about it. And we're not going to reveal too many details, but we want to make sure that people are saving this date now. So if you're going to be coming in from out of town, you have plenty of time to buy a ticket. You have plenty of time to plan your life around this one night. If you'd like to. We would really love to have you there because this is going to be the biggest thing that we have ever done. Let me say, yes. in the past five years, this is going to be the biggest event yes. that we have put together. It's in. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, can I say, it's in a venue that we've never been in before. True. It is in... May I say the largest venue we've been in? Uh, yes, that's yes, also it is. True. It is also true. The largest venue we've been in. Um, it's signed. It's booked. It's ready to go. We are so. It is a completely redesigned venue, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys will love it, and we'll announce that as things go on. Uh, but it is the date is November fourteenth. That's Friday. This is November, going to be a Friday. Friday, November fourteenth. So save that date, that evening, and into the night shall be the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party. Well, we have so many things planned for you. So yes. many. It's going to be a night of epic proportions. We have such sights to show we you. We have such sights this to show you. This is not for your <gasps> eyes Norm only. Norm just said Texas is coming for this. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, my God, Norm and Katie. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a huge weekend. We're so excited. We have it. We, we met with the venue coordinator last night. Mm-hmm. Have everything signed on the dotted line. It is good to go. Now we are just going to figure out all the merriment that we're going to pack it with. Yes, indeed. And there's a lot of things in the works for this. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's being noted in chat. It is not Yem Hill Pub. I it is not that. that. It won't be the Yem Hill Pub. <laughs> no. Which, if you've never been to Portland, it is the the grossest bar I've ever been into in the city. Not where we're having the party. The Yem Hill Pub is. Yes, the Yem yes. Hill Pub. No, where we're <laughs> going to be, it's very elegant. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. So November 14th. Save that date, and uh, you will be. Uh, you Can will we be also excited. say that it's in? It's centrally located. Yes, it's centrally located. It's by Mass Transit. It's by Mass Transit. It's by there is ample. There's um, ample parking. Ample parking. There There's are lots of places to stay around it. Indeed, there are places to stay. Mm-hmm. There, there are lots of things. We'll we'll be revealing a lot more. As uh, as it comes on, probably like in the next week, really, we'll yeah. be finding out a lot more to, to tell you. But we want to like space it out, so we're letting you know. We November- do because it's a couple of months away, and that's why we, that's why we also wanted to just let you know the date, so that way, if you're coming in from out of town, or I know you know, like October, November, December gets busy for a lot of people. Yeah. So that way, if you already have this in your calendar, go to your like Google Calendar, whatever it is, and just black out. 
Well, you're going to black out. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to well, black out. That's up to you. <laughs> that's up to you how you do it. <laughs> Blackout Friday, November 14th, yep. 2014. Someplace we have never been before for mm-hmm. a Fun Employment Radio show, the biggest venue we've It is for. elegant, I have to say, this place. We're, we're pretty classy. Yeah. We're going to be a little, we're going to be pretty classy. Yes, indeed. This I will say this is probably, this is the classiest place we have ever, we will ever be holding an event. Um. Well, up to this point. Up to this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's pretty classy. Well, I mean, Secret Society is classy too. But well, that's Secret Society, comedy is all, but those are showcase. comedy showcases. Like this yeah. is our, our this anniversary is the, party. Yeah, the anniversary party for <laughs> mm-hmm. a listener party. This is this is probably it. So, uh, yeah, November fourteenth. Save that date. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, with that, we have. Uh, I, I do have to get down to a little bit of business here. So we got we got a full show, and I've got some things I want to bring up to Sarah. I want to bounce off of you uh, as far as possible. You know, this is our main job. We've done it for five years, five fucking years. And, uh, of course, wow. we do some side jobs to help. Uh, you know, a little extra income is always good. And I've got some some ideas I want to bounce off of you for things that I might be pursuing. Okay. That I think my talents would be perfect for. So I'll, I'll bring that up here in a minute. But I, I did want to... That makes me you're saying your ta- what your talents would be good my for? My talents. Bringing my talents to... to por- I don't know. I'm not LeBron. So uh, I, before we do that, though, I did... I have been getting a lot of emails about... My ongoing wars. So I do have, I've talked about this before, in my personal life, I've got three wars going on where I can find no peace no matter where I go. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, one, we have the, I'll give the update on this. There is the war here at the studio. Now, our studio is in Southeast Portland. We have a very <sighs> nice studio and with an adjacent green room. That we've worked very hard to put together. We've been here for many years. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's a fantastic studio. We've had uh, many, many, many shows and celebrities in here, in and out, and a lot of a lot of merriment. And this is where all of the Fun Employment Radio Network broadcasts, so all the other shows on the network broadcast from here as well. And we've had a great time in this venue that we're at, this this uh, studio, the building that we're in, except for, of recent note, we've had an issue with the upstairs neighbor. Now, I've talked about this. She just moved in very recently, and uh, it always constantly sounds like she's dropping bowling balls and stomping and running around and, like, basically having a marathon upstairs way more than you would ever expect of any kind of, a, any kind of neighbor. I don't know what the hell is going on up there. And I did try to have a discussion with her. A couple of weeks ago, after it had been happening for like a week and a half, I just went up there, you know, to have a friendly talk. She was not friendly um, <laughs> at all. and not, She was the uh, opposite of friendly, I would say. Yeah, not interested in, uh, in in having a discussion about it. I'll put that lightly. I'll just I'll just say that. So instead, she kind of amped up, like ramped up the, uh, the noise that was being made. I'm not going to go into too many details, but there was another... <sighs> Interaction between the two of us that Did happened. Did we talk about this? No, and I'm not going to say too oh, much. Oh yeah, I'll I'm... say this. I'll, I'll give a, like a summation of it. So on, I believe it was Thursday or Friday. Friday. I don't know. One of the days last week. One of the days I was here late working on something, and I got out, and I um, uh, and yeah, people are saying talk to the landlord. That's already been happening. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that too. Now, I got out, and I was walking over to my truck getting ready to drive out of here, and there was there were some people in the parking lot. You know, it's a big building. There's lots of other businesses mm-hmm. here, and usually everybody's pretty friendly, 90% of them. And there was somebody kind of standing near, so I just... Well, nobody's instinct, overtly, like, aggressive. Like, if people right. are either friendly or they just don't, like, they don't acknowledge you. Right. Which is fine. That's it's not, fine like, too. really, like, a, hey, like, dirty looks or anything. And Until... That- Right. This lovely lady. So so I was walking towards my, my vehicle, and there just happened to be people in the parking lot. And my inherent thing, what I, I always do this because I always want to be a friendly guy. Like, I just smile. I was just like, that's quick smile and a nod. And I did that. And then as soon as I smiled and nodded, it was one of those things where you realize, like, oh, shit. That's not who I meant to smile and nod at. 
it was her. Oh, oh! You gave the accidental niceties. Accidental niceties. I didn't even look at who it was. I just do. That's just what I do. I smile and nod when there's somebody in the parking lot. And oh, as do I. I mean, yeah. I'm very friendly. Well, I, I, know, I know you are. I'm saying this is what I was doing, and and uh, then I realized, like, oh shit, that's not who I wanted to smile at. Mm-mm, I don't want to smile at I her. Smile at that person. And she she started started driving off. No, right. So Ranky in, in the chat saying being nice is the way to go. Greg has tried that. It does I not. It does not work. I have been. I have been nice. There are some people that niceness um, just doesn't work on. I've I've met them before. Like you try, you try, you try, and you get nowhere with it to the point where you have to just kind of be a straight shooter almost. Yeah. Well, well, here's what happened. So I I went up and I I realized it, and then she's like, "Hey, you're the one that's upstairs." Uh, from my, from me, right? And I'm, I'm like, well, no. Wait, so are they complaining about her too? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. She thought I was the person from upstairs, and I said, no, I'm, I'm from downstairs. And she's like, oh yeah, well, I heard you talk to the manager. And anyway, it went on. We had a discussion. I'll just say this: the summation of the discussion was that um, we don't get along. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's very few people in this world that I've honestly, like, if I've ever had a difference, like, if I sit down, at least we can come to a, you know. This is you can come to a mutual understanding. A, yeah, a mutual understanding and a conclusion of whatever or, or find a way that we both work together. Like any other time there's been something in this building, and it, sometimes it is tight quarters, you talk to them and it's totally fine. Everything, everything always works out. We've n- had no problems. But this lady, I'll say this. This is one of those times in my life where I realized – we're not going to get along. <laughs> it's ever. just one of those things. We, we are too. We will never get along. Like, like we may be able to find a DMZ zone type thing mm-hmm. where it's don't cross me. I won't cross you. Let's just not cross paths. But I will say, like, at the, as the conversation was going on, I'm like, I, there's, there's no talking to you. There is some like peace about that when you meet somebody and you just realize. Uh, because I've had that before with people. Like, I've had uh, mutual friends. Like, I've had a, a friend, you know, that, like, both of us are, are, you know, the two individual people, me and this other person, are friends with the same person. And they care about both of us. But I despise the other person. They despise me. Right. And, like, it's just, there's a real nice calmness that comes with the fact that you guys both, uh, like, identify and agree with mm-hmm. the fact that you dislike each other. Because then... You don't have to you don't have to deal with the bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like you guys don't have to pretend like you like each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like you like this person, that's your common ground. Yeah. Don't need I mean I've had that with a few people in my life. Well, and, and my thing is always to find a common ground at least and you know, find somewhere that we're both both have interest in and find a way to make it work, you know, and it's we're just we're we will never be friends. I will say that. I don't think I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. But um I do think we came to a somewhat understanding kind of it was like a, a, in a, that it has been quieter now because i think um i think uh, this is just me guessing on this because this wasn't something that was stated i think we came to this thing where it's like we both realized all right neither of us is going to back down on this is it nope nobody's nobody's going to back down nobody's uh it, we're we don't we're clashing personalities our mm. personalities do not match in any way shape or form and I think maybe we've figured something out because it has been quieter lately. So I do give credit to that. I give credit um, to to my uh, not nemesis necessarily, but uh, not nemesis. My... But you give credit to the fact that like you both were adult enough to realize like this is not going to work. So we're just not going to communicate and we're going to say exactly how we feel. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that. And I'm holding back saying a lot of stuff. Yeah. That I want to. Uh, but yeah, it has been a little bit quiet lately. So anyway, that front that war front seems to be at a standstill. I think we're OK. I think we're okay. Now the other uh, the other thing 
the other one of the other wars is of course my meth head neighbor. So this <laughs> is my war at work at home. I have my very nice house where I share a fence with the meth heads who have never left, and they have stepped up into all kinds of stuff. They, they, oh, it is active really, season. It is, of course. It's warm. It's warm outside. It's good. Construction's going on. Good time to steal metal and copper, and that's what they're out there. They've got a boat now. Uh, a new boat outside of the house. Now, is it a new boat or is it one that they're rapidly dismantling? Well, it's a fiberglass boat, which is odd to me because they, there's not a whole lot of metal on that thing. So I don't know why they have that out there because I've seen these gentlemen and trust me, they are not fishers. I don't. I, I can. I feel confident saying <laughs> that they're not going out fishing. They're not fishermen. They're not. not Wait, they're what? not going out camping somewhere. And I. I don't know. Maybe exactly. they go camping into their like secret meth hut in the woods. Maybe, but they—I don't think they mm. need a boat for that. There are meth huts up in the up in the Oregon woods. I've stumbled across them a couple of times. They are scary things. They're they're very scary to walk across. You have to you have to be like way off the beaten path to find them. And I've just stumbled upon them on accident. But you'll see like big tubs of like gasoline containers. Gross. And like, uh, yeah, all kinds of chemicals and crap. So so they've got the boat now. They've also put up a new shed in the backyard, which is fantastic. Uh, to go to their collection of sheds, putting whatever they want in there. And uh, they've they've really picked up, really picked up some steam recently. So that's happening. And then the final, the third war is my war with the rat in the basement. Still at a standstill on that one. I haven't been able to get the fucker. I will get him, though. I know you will. I will get him. So you're still tense. You're still with your trifecta. But yeah, I still have, have the three say, wars going can on. Can I knock? Yeah. This is why I'm knocking on wood. Mm-hmm. I do have to... No, because the last time I did this was... Um, <laughs> Okay, no, I'm not even going to bring that up. Never mind. Uh, but no, because I don't want to jinx it. But it's been really quiet. Yeah. So far. Well, I think maybe maybe our little interaction helped. And that's why I wanna, do want to give her credit. I want to yeah. give credit to the situation. Or maybe she's on vacation. <laughs> maybe that's it. But whatever. <laughs> it's quieter upstairs now. And so I will, I will take that into consideration. No, I'm totally taking it into consideration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to know if she's there. She's not there. We'd be able to hear well, her. I'm just going to leave it as it is. As long as it's quiet, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what's going on up there. Yeah. Yeah, as long as as long as it's quiet. So that was our, that's the update on the three wars. I just I know people wanted to know because I've been receiving emails with people giving advice on on what to do on the situations, including somebody. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't have your name up in front of me. I believe it was Jonathan sent me an email about a friend of his who is was an exterminator, and I guess the guy like went into a house where there was a bunch of rats, which I don't have that. Mm. It was a situation where there was a bunch of rats, and he laid all these traps around. And apparently, the guy watched a big rat walk over and systematically snap all the traps without getting hit, like doing it on purpose, snapping the traps. And then a group of rats like slowly started moving towards him. So I don't know if he's, he's passing this off as true. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. That was, that was really nice to hear. That was uh, disturbing. So anyway, that's one of, the, one of the emails I got. And I'm sorry I don't have, I don't have the uh, email. That's all right. That's disturbing enough. I yeah. don't need to have all of the details. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's enough of that. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. That's what okay, I want to get to. All right. Let's move on to something else. Sure. Now, we did say, of course, Fun Employment Radio is our full-time job. Of course. Which it is for five years now. But Sarah and I do do some ch- side jobs. We dabble. We dabble in side mm-hmm. jobs every now and then. You know, you always want some extra money. I always need some extra income. And... Oh, yeah, because you even have... Uh, you have like a fancy audition today, don't you? I do have an audition yes. today. Yes. Can you say what it's for? Not what you're doing, but like what kind of um, medium it's for? It is for a film. <gasps> it's for a film? It's for a, a paid film. Ooh. A, a budgeted film. Um, it's from an outside production company, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say, uh, all I can say is for the audition today, 
it's a serious movie, and my audition will involve uh, holding a gun. Oh, Jesus, my really? Has, my character has a gun if I were to get the part. And there's a there's a confrontation. Do you shoot the gun? I, I'm not going to say any more than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I only know a little bit of it, so I only know what I'm auditioning. Are you a rough-and-tumble cop? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Well, no, no, not a cop. Actually, I, I take that back. I don't know if I'm a cop. Okay. But I'm confronting... I'm confronting some people. All right. I don't know if I'm a good guy or a bad guy, to be honest. You know how to shoot guns, right? Uh, yeah, well, it's a, it's a, like a handgun. It's All right, like so a, you know how to like hold it and make it look real? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. But, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, I do have that coming up. <laughs> but looking for other, for other side jobs. Sarah, I think it's time for another edition of Greg's List. Oh, God. As long as they're not jobs that you're suggesting for me that involve someone well, sucking I my have, toes. I have, some, I have some suggestions I don't want you. any foot fetish sites, Well, Greg. okay, here's one that I think maybe either one of us I don't could, like could when apply you say, for. All right, what do you mean? Why? All right, here right, it is. Is it a competition? You versus me? Should I get it? No, I think there's, there's, enough, there's enough room for both of us. Here's what it is. Okay, this is the first one that I found. This is, of course, all found off of Craig's List here in Portland. And... This one says, teach lessons on nutrition and exercise. Oh, sure. We're both healthy. $27 an hour. So the company needs a teacher for lessons in Portland. Start teaching this week, $27 an hour. No professional experience required. Oh, I like that. Which topics are you qualified to teach? Do you think they'd judge me if I ate... I didn't talk about this on the show. I'm going to say it. I think I'm qualified if I ate three Easy Macs yesterday. (laughs) Three Easy Macs and basically one sitting is what you did. No, I ate two Easy Macs in one setting and then one. And an then hour one later. an hour later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Everything in moderation. Well, it says <laughs> it says here, I mean, what which topics are you qualified to teach? You do have your hot dog diet. You could start teaching your hot dog diet where Sarah has exclusively eaten hot dogs over the summer and then occasionally Easy Mac as some form I haven't of had diet. Easy Mac in a long time. I had a really long weekend. I gave I had Easy Mac yesterday as a reward because they didn't sell it individually. I was only going to buy one, but then I could only buy it in a four pack, so then I didn't want to waste it. So I gave Greg one of them. So Greg isn't all innocent in this. I didn't Greg claim ate to be. one of them. I didn't claim to be. I also didn't claim after eating 3 of them that I will never ever eat Easy Mac again as Sarah did. I never will. Sarah said she will never eat Easy never. Mac ever again. Plus, since we have the, you know, our five-year anniversary party coming up on November 14th, you know, I can't, uh, that was like my last Easy Mac. Like yesterday, I ate a whole bunch of garbage food. That was my last hurrah. That was it, huh? I haven't eaten, yeah, I haven't eaten no more in a Mac. while. So that's so why, no, I had some like pizza yesterday. Like I really, I, I fell off, I, I fell hard off of the, off of the wagon yesterday, the fat wagon. <laughs> mm. Like, I mean, fattening food wagon. I just ate so, like, nothing I ate yesterday was good for me. So that's changing today. Well, all right. Well, you can possibly teach your <clears throat> special diet, all right, nutrition, t- t- and exercise. Offer me some of the, what can I teach? What are some of the options? No, that's, I, can, I gave you the so entire anything. thing. It said, which topics are you qualified to teach? Oh, and that's then you it. answer them. You answer them. You tell them what you're qualified to teach. So I think I could I could teach them a few things. I could teach them about, um, oh, there's the tuna and rice diet that I they do every now and then. All tuna, all rice. Oh, all that's so gross. Don't ever do that in here. I don't want to smell hot tuna rice in here. Oh, no. it's delicious. That's fucking disgusting. You have to heat it up. That is disgusting. Yeah, you heat up the rice and you no. put the tuna over you it. You realize that tuna. your roommates probably hate it too if you're heating up fish in your microwave? Hot tuna in the summer? Mm, what is delicious. wrong with you? That's disgusting. And here's, what you do. here's what you do. You also take that, you can either take the hot, you can either take tuna straight out of the no. can. And it's got to be the albacore tuna. You go for the white tuna and then you use Triscuits and dip it. And then that's a that's a good delicious 
dinner. And then also you can make it with rice and then put tuna over the top of that and maybe sprinkle a little bit of cheese on it. That's so. That's so. Oh, awful. That is the wonderful. most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Well, I can. I can teach that. I'll teach that class. So anyway, there's some different different things that we can teach. I think I would be wonderful at that. I think people would appreciate my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write back. Which topics are you qualified to teach? I'm qualified to my teach my hot about, tuna diet. About the hot tuna diet. Mmm. Hot tuna rice. That stinky just noted. All right. There's one. That's so gross. All right. All right. Moving on. Give me another option. Uh, well, this I don't think that I'd be a good nutritionist. You want an option for yourself or for me? I'll, okay, I'll give you an option, but then I've got some options for me. I'll just read. I'll read the title. I've got a couple of titles. You tell me if it's something you're interested in. Just a yes or no. If it's yes, we'll go into it. All right. Mm. First off, title: Girls who love to twerk. Yes or no? No. All right. Fine. I don't even know how to do that. I don't. I've never even tried. Even in the like privacy of my apartment, I would never. You don't. I can, you don't try to twerk at home by yourself? I have never, ever attempted, nor I will, I will be bold enough to say, nor will I ever attempt to do that. Uh, sounds like somebody's got a bet lined up. Oh, hell no. I don't <laughs> right. think so. All right. Next one. Uh, you, just give me a yes or no. Body rub girls needed. No experience necessary. What does that mean? I'm rubbing people's bodies. So they're you're rubbing my yes. body. You're saying no. Yes, I'm not rubbing. No, arrested. I'm not saying that. You want more information. No experience necessary. We'll train. Prefer non-pros. Shy female and college student who would like an ongoing long-term opportunity encouraged. Need reliable transportation or can use MaxLine. Safe environment and flexible schedule. Please be slender HWP, which I believe I've read enough of these now. It means height, weight, proportional. And put BR in subject line so I know you are for real. Yeah, that's not happening. Okay. No. Also, they... Why don't you ever... Like, whenever you do this, I foolishly get excited about maybe you'll find, like, some cool part-time job for me, and then I remember you're an asshole, and that I'm never not, happens. I, I, these, are, these are legitimate opportunities. This says compensation, yes. Also, I will note that in the spelling, she wrote, I know you're for real, and spelled it Y-O-U-R, or he or she, or whoever this... I'm assuming it's a he. I know you're for real. Learn how to spell that correctly. All right. Moving on. Um, all right, here's one out of the blue, Sarah, that I think you might be able to pull over. And this is the last one I'm going to have for you. This is this is thinking outside the box here, though. But it's a market if you do well in, you could do really well in. It's, it it is, doesn't have to do with foot fetish stuff, right? Christian bands wanted for annual music event. You could do that. Well, I, I could. That's a possibility. I could start singing about the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. But I think you could do a good job of this, too. You could do You could be the karaoke Christian. Or Christian karaoke with Sarah. What? Go, what do I sing songs about Jesus? Do I have to write the songs, or do they give me Jesus well, songs want... and then I sing them? Because I, uh, I, I'm, I'm a decent, I'm an okay singer. I can be on on tune a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not anything special. Well, I think that would just make me a little nervous. Well, that, then you could just do it all karaoke style. You could, what you could do. Here's how. Here's your angle. You take regular songs that you're a fan of that you sing karaoke, like Oh, don't like you- the Diamond America, and change the words to be Christian songs. Where would they Bam. be going if it wasn't America? Uh, to Jerusalem. We're going to Jerusalem. Yes, we're going to Jerusalem. Everywhere around, around the world, world. They're, they're going, going to, to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Every time the um. Crosses the the Bible's unfurled. The, Bible. the Bible's. Well, you're gonna need some work on. I this. really need some work on it. Yeah, but I think that's. I think it's the got thing a you... prayer to take you there. Yes, <laughs> we're going to Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> got a prayer you've come to share. 
Yeah. See, okay. I think this could be your angle. That could totally be your angle. What, what's the other one? If I could turn back time, I don't know. We could, I, that could. You don't even have to change that chorus because, like you, uh, I would save our Lord Christ Jesus, <laughs> and He'd stay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I think that you might have something right and there. And then I can start blaming like that. I don't know why they did the things they did. <laughs> start, <laughs> we might be careful. <laughs> yeah, we're being so offensive right now. Yeah. I'm just saying, you no, it's not that. offensive. It's it's in it's embracing it. I mean, it's, there's a That's there's a exactly what Christian rock does, though. I mean, like, oh, it might yeah. sound like I'm making... What they do is they t- you take popular songs, and then mm-hmm. you make the lyrics about Jesus, and then there you go. Oh, yeah. The, mm-hmm. All the Christian rock bands, they know there's big money in that. Mm-hmm. A lot of those bands were regular bands bands until they realize oh wow there's a lot of money in this thing and then they go to the christian rock mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I don't blame them for making some money because they make a lot of money so i'm thinking this could be your whole thing that was actually kind of fun yeah and that, that was just off the top yeah. of my head if i had a few minutes to write it i totally would See? i mean do i have to be able to play an instrument uh no, she'll, you can just do it with karaoke the whole time sarah's karaoke only only it's just you and you sing to the other th- songs all about all about uh you know the Bible and stuff. All right. I yeah. All right. All right. Uh-huh. You can think about that one. That's good. All How right. many more are there? Well, this is for me. Now, that's enough okay. for you. This All is right. supposed to be Greg's list. It's not lo- Sarah's <laughs> list. <laughs> you did give me a lot of options. I wanted to bounce this off because I see some opportunities for myself on here. Oh, yes. Greg, you thinking of yourself? I'm shocked. Well, it's called Greg's list. All right. Here it is. There's two different opportunities. One right here. Now, Sarah, of course, I have always fashioned myself to be... A bit of a private investigator. Oh, An amateur, God. But about to, I could go Even pro. though the only private investigator you know is down the hall and doesn't like us. No, he likes us. If he liked us, he wouldn't have said no to coming on our show. Uh, no, he's smart. That's that's why he's a <laughs> private investigator who doesn't want to come on. Oh, he likes us. He's just not, not going to be a private investigator talking about his cases on the air. I, however, can do that. Uh, so, you know, I, of course, you're already myself, a, like the shittiest private investigator ever if course, you're saying you're going to talk about them. I fashion myself the country PI because of the fact that, you know, I have my country eyes because I grew up in the country and I'm in the city now and my country eyes can see things that city folk don't see. Here's the here's one of the opportunities. Need temp private investigator. Already perfect. I consider just answering right off that. Uh, unfortunately, I have a cheating spouse. So far, I have found only text messages and the last encounter happened to be with an ugly co-worker. They work outside, so you should be able to sit in your car somewhere discreet and take some photos oh, that I dude. might find of use. If you think you can do this, contact me and we will discuss further details. They want me to go spy on their spouse. You could get, um, like, especially if you're not professionally licensed, you could get, like, a stalking charge against you. Like, taking pictures of someone without their consent. Oh, really? I'm sure you could. I mean, that seems like something that could be, there's probably a reason why he's not going through professional chains. I thought if they're out in public, you can If get you're stalking anytime. someone, if you're following them around and taking pictures of what them from your car. What if I just happen to be in the same spot there and I'm taking a picture of the building behind them and they happen to get in the picture every time? It was an accident. I think that you better look into the legalities of uh, that before you start doing that. I don't know. I'm thinking it would be a great opportunity. Okay. Well, I'll think about that. But see, yeah. It's, see, it's saying if they're in public, you know, oh, I don't know. Whoopsie daisy. All right. So I guess it might picture. not be illegal. What you're saying is you might just get punched in the here's face. Here's how it works, though. Okay. If I get confronted, bam, they double the price and I sell it to them. I switch on them. Oh, my God. This is awesome. It is not awesome. I'll get a bidding war going. So I'll go back to the original guy and be like, yeah, I have evidence, but let's just say this. The spouse offered double. What are you going to offer? And then I'll get them bidding against each other. And then finally, you know, highest price, they get it. 
Or I double sell them and sell each of them a copy. Oh my gosh, this is genius. And since I'm not technically registered, they'll never be able to find me. This is the greatest scam on earth. <laughs> Rick Rutherford in the chat says, hiring a private detective through Craigslist, that sounds like you will eventually be framed for his wife's murder. Oh, I didn't think about that Yeah, part. you fucking think? Hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah, oh I'll yeah. keep good records. Especially for a small amount of work, for a large amount of money, that means that you're totally, that's not all the work that you're going to be doing. You're going to be going to federal pound me in the ass prison for this guy. Oh, wait, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, because all of a sudden he'll take pictures of you taking pictures of his wife and you'll become the stalker. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. So see, the tables can't me? turn on you. They turn uh-huh. the tables on me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, I'll have to think about that. All right, well, the last one is this. This is also a private investigator. PI looking for a freelancer. So here's how I could really get in the game. I'm a private investigator, and I need an informant. So qualities are sociable, out-of-the-box thinker, You're kind of narky. I think you could do it. I don't prefer that term, but duties. Give me tips and rumors that could help me help get me clients. Sometimes a client needs information that can only be found in business or on the street. So you may need to find information for me that way. They want me to hit the streets and go undercover. Okay. Wait, so you're just supposed to like like eavesdrop on random people and try to find some like a potential case? Here's how it is. You by can, hearing problems? You can go about finding leads any way you like. If you go out a lot or know a lot of people, this will help. While you're out having fun, also they spell it while you're out having fun. Learn how to fucking spell your and your Y-O-U apostrophe while you're out having fun, you can also help yourself by hearing leads. The position needs an outgoing person. Honestly, that sounds like the biggest asshole in the world is what they want me to be. They want me to go out and strike up conversations and find out what's, when somebody's doing something wrong and then go run to him and tell him about it so then he can go extort him. Wait, of- so this is like he wants you to extort your friends. Uh, that's kind of what I'm getting. He's telling you this. to go out and have fun with your friends, but eavesdrop and then figure out ways to extort your friends for his financial gain. That's kind of what it sounds like. No, that's exactly what it sounds like. But I get to go undercover. See, I wouldn't rat out my friends. I'd go undercover and like be like, "All right, man, I'm going to get deep into this, and I'll, I'll go undercover and I'll, you know, I'll maybe I'll walk around the streets here at night and try to pick up some tips, find out what the haps is." You know, nobody would ever want to hang out with you ever like, again. Hey, yo, dog, what's the haps around here, man? I need something dirty. You know what I mean? And then they'll, then because that's like, that's how I would speak on the streets. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, man, I hear you. Let me tell you. And then, then, I'll, then I'll know what the secrets are. And be like, you hear that uh, the commissioner was over at uh, the building off of Belmont the other night. And here's what went down, man. I saw it. And then, then I'll be like, man, I got to get into that party. And then I'll be like, yeah, man, I can get you in there. No problem. And then I'll get into the party. And then I'll be like there. And then I'll see something. And I'll be like, bam, busted. And then I'll call my boss. And he'll like call him up and, you know, whatever, extort him or something. Was that legal? No. People are upset by me saying, what? what's the haps? That's how you got to speak, though. I'm when you're never hanging. If you're like the kind of person that's considering taking a job like this, I don't think I'm ever going to socially hang out with you ever again. <laughs> we can do the we can look saying, into the show together. I'll be talking to everybody and just sitting in a corner taking notes about everything. Like, so, how does that make you feel? Oh, so do you think? Oh, oh. oh what do you think about so and so? All right, all right. Well, got a little note here. Yeah. Anyway, these are things that I could do. This is a possible job. Transformative. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Mr. Jenke brings up the fact when with your last uh, 
brilliant job idea when you were going to try and break into the mafia building down the street that has the security guard outside of it for, yeah, for no reason. something's up in there. By saying, you got that sausage? <laughs> yeah, that's street lingo, because they'd understand Wow, it. you're really like getting a lot of people to the end of their rope. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, people can't understand you saying, what the haps? <laughs> I don't think I know anybody who's ever said that honestly. What's the haps, man? Gotta, gotta give me the dirt, dog. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Also, can I just tell you this really fast? I keep looking at my phone because my mom just got a smartphone and phone, and she doesn't know how to use it, so she keeps sending me all these weird messages. <laughs> and I'm like, like it's like QFD15973 at Moomoo. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I think someone hacked into your phone. She's like, oh, I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know what she's attempting to do, so I'm sorry to keep looking and at who that. who knows who else she's sending those to? I know. She's probably sending them out to all of her contacts because she's not understanding. I'm like, mom. You're sending me weird text messages. Oh, I'm just figuring out my phone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, got a Florida man story out of Florida. Now, this guy's kind of like the meanest guy ever, meanest neighbor ever, and this is why. So this guy's name is Doug Wilkie. He's 61 years old. I'm Doug Wilkie. Yeah, Doug Wilkie. Kind of seems like an asshole, let me tell you. Okay. So Doug Wilkie has been fighting to get police to close down the unlicensed lemonade stand of his 12-year-old neighbor. Oh, wow. Where is this at? This is in Florida. This is in Dundon, Florida. I'm Doug Wilkie. Now, 61-year-old Doug Wilkie, who lives in Dundon, Florida, has emailed City Hall at least four times, pleading that they force the 12-year-old named T.J. Guerrero uh, to close his bid- business. So Wilkie T. J. wrote... T.J. Guerrero? Yeah, Guerrero. <laughs> how, do you, how, do you sp- <laughs> how do you spell that? G-U-E-R-R-E-R-O. Uh, how do you say that again? Guerrero. All right. Uh, Wilkie goes, please help. I'm just going to refer to them as the 12-year-old. <clears throat> Wilkie, the 61-year-old, uh, keeps... <laughs> I sounded like... <laughs> What's that kid from South Park? The one who's like... Jimmy? Yeah, I sounded like Jimmy. I'm like... Wow, what a great audience. Oh, you mean Kenny. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, angry about the lemonade stand, 61-year-old Doug Wilkie wrote in, please help me regain my quiet home and neighborhood. Now, records obtained uh, say that Wilkie contacted City Hall twice to complain in the last year, then twice this year... (laughs) Were the kids selling lemonade? ...to complain that the lemonade stand is back again! Oh, God damn it! Why is he so upset about it? Well, one of the deputies... Well, he's very frustrated because he says that it makes... uh, There's illegal parking and noise that's happening. (laughs) For the lemonade stand. Uh, so Deputy Wayne I think Gross. The key part of it is that the kid's last name is Guerrero. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna speculate. Gar- oh, I'm guessing it? I can. I is can. That, is that a racial? I'm. Thing? I don't know, but I'm going to guess Doug Wilkie is probably an old white man. I I would venture to guess that as I'm well. I'm gonna guess T.J. Guerrero. Well, it's, well it's after Doug Wilkie sent all of his emails, uh, Deputy Wayne Gross decided to go and investigate and found that Guerrero uh, had around. 10 to 30. <laughs> How do you say it? Why am I saying that wrong? Why are you laughing? No, you're just Guerrero. Fine. Is that it? 
You just keep doing what you do. Shut up. <laughs> All right, the 12-year-old, okay, find that the 12-year-old had about 10 to 30 customers a day, and every other neighbor in the neighborhood seemed to be fine with the situation. Yeah, it's Doug a kid Wilkie. selling lemonade. It's kind of, I wish that were my problem next door. I know, like, right? I have method stealing stuff. I wish it was a kid selling lemonade. Well, Doug Wilkie. However, right on my watch is uh, is very angry about it and says still that he's very worried about the value of his home, which is why he built in a residential area, not in a business area. What? How would that affect the value of your home? Like that's not going to be a bad effect to have a kid selling lemonade on the street next to you. Generally, that would probably be a good sign for your home value. Well, he's been complaining, and however, uh, Doug Wilkie. 61 years old. Not the happiest camper in the world. Oh, dang it. Because uh, it completely backfired on him after uh, news of the conflict hangout, uh, came out. Hundreds of customers a day have been coming out to support <laughs> this kid with his lemonade stand. That's awesome. Uh, the 12-year-old uh, TJ made more than $600 in two hours, including support from Dave Eggers, who's the mayor of Dunedin in Florida. That's awesome. Yeah, so even the mayor says, I think it's a great show of entrepreneurship. Uh, the 12-year-old is setting a great example. I don't know what the neighbor's problem is, but I would like to try to talk to him to figure it out. I think we all know what Doug Wilkie's <laughs> problem is. <laughs> Imagine having that much time on your hand, like like on your hands where that's the big thing. Yeah. Oh, goddamn I kids. just feel kind of bad for Doug Wilkie because, like, that's all he's got going on. Like, he that's has it. nothing else going on in his life to the point where he is so upset about a 12-year-old's lemonade stand that this is the thing that he's standing for. Yeah, he's na- taking a stand for all this of This is us. his thing. He's just like, I'm going to pick. Everyone gets their thing. Everyone right. gets their burden to bear. Mine is a 12-year-old's lemonade stand. I'm taking a look here at, uh, I, I pulled up a picture of TJ Guerrero. He looks very threatening. I can see Does why. he look exactly like how you thought he would? <laughs> he looks like a, well, yes. And he looks like a kid who's selling lemonade for a dollar a cup. Good for him. Dude, he's getting a buck a cup for that. That's, Heck yeah. I don't know. Smart kid. I buy, like, you know, when I walk by a kid with a lemonade stand, like, I'll buy it. I never drink it. Yeah. I mean, do you drink it? Um, it depends. Sorry, I'm looking to see if I can find a picture here of Doug Wilkie. He's not online. If somebody can find one, please post that in the live yeah. from radio.com. No, because no, God bless I'll children and their entrepreneurship. I will give them my money. I'll give them my 50 cents. I'm not going to drink <laughs> lemonade made from strangers, I will, though. I, I will occasionally drink it, like, if I see a parent sitting there. Then I'm like, okay, well, that's probably okay. Uh, if the kids, I see kids them, do a lot of gross stuff with the parents sitting there. I don't. That yeah, doesn't. That's true. No, I mean, plus if there are no, I mean, I don't mean to sound, I don't know, like an asshole, but I mean, there are no food regulations. Who knows how clean their cups are? Who knows like what well, kind of water they made it with? Like, I don't know. I just, I don't want it. Yeah. If you're selling, I mean, I, I will, I will pay for it. I'm not going to drink it. All right, onward and upward. Oregon in the news because, of course, we always are. Police have arrested an Oregon man. Who went on a naked rampage at a hemp festival. Thank you to everybody who sent this for me uh, to me. Uh, yeah, state troopers were called in about 1230 a.m. on Sunday morning to the Jefferson State Hemp Expo in Grants Pass, Oregon. Jefferson State. Do you see that? Remember a long time ago, just a quick side note. We talked about how originally, like back in the 40s, Southern Oregon and Northern California wanted to split off and make their own state. Mm-hmm. They wanted to call it Jefferson State. Oh. So you still see signs for Jefferson State in Southern Oregon. Oh, interesting. They want to separate Southern Oregon scares me. It's weird. It's a different place. Yeah. It is it is like a different state. 
All right, well, state troopers were called uh, to Jefferson State Hemp Expo in Grants Pass, Oregon, where four men had to wrestle another man who was nude and agitated to the ground in a grass field. <laughs> nude and agitated is not nude something you ever want to encounter. agitated. That is not the way to go through life. Well, witnesses who were watching the other men wrestle the nude, agitated <laughs> man. Nude uh, agitated. <laughs> so the, the, guy, the guy's picture is great. If you want to look him up, his name is tip, uh, he's 27 years old. His name is Timothy So. That's S-E-A-U-X. Timothy... S A U S E A U X. Okay. Identified as Timothy, oh, so uh, he had. Uh, so they had to try and subdue him after he had heavily damaged a parked car while two women were sitting inside, terrified. Yes, Timothy, so was uh, is a bit of a larger man. He was six foot three and two hundred and fifty pounds. Wow! Took four grown men to wrestle him to the ground. That's a big pothead. Yeah, and after they were able to uh, take him into custody, he kneed and kicked a trooper while they were trying to arrest him. That sucks. This, this is a situation where it's like poor cops having to wrestle a nude like, and agitated that beast. That's like a Sasquatch if he was a human. That is. He does look like a he Sasquatch. He does look like a Sasquatch. Like if a Sasquatch had shaved some of his hair and put on a human form, that's what he looks like. You're right. Yeah. That, that is a good. So troopers say that, uh, that So continued to violently struggle in the back of the cruiser after he was taken into custody, and medical crews had to sedate him to be able to get him out of the car, and they took him from an, uh, by an ambulance to a hospital. This is why you don't legalize marijuana. Yeah, look at Clearly this crazy... Clearly marijuana he was on when he was in his furor. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, they had to sedate the six foot three, 250-pound man. That is terrifying, who would not stop flailing around. Weed sanity. Well, he's been charged with menacing, criminal mischief, assaulting public safety officer, and resisting arrest, and also just being all around terrifying. So what was he actually on, did they say? Mm, doesn't say. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say he was stoned. It just said yeah, that he I'm was. Gonna guess, I'm gonna guess it wasn't marijuana. <laughs> he may have had some marijuana during the day. I, I don't doubt that, but that's not what was causing the nude mm-hmm. and agi- the, the nude agitation. The nude agitation. <laughs> nude and agitated. That sounds like a sounds like a band name, kind of. It does. You go see nude and agitated. No, I like nude ag- agitation. Nude, nude agitation. <laughs> What's up? I'm nude agitation. Dude, there are the funniest band names that are, uh, come through Portland. Because, you know, when I'm running around in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. like, there are a lot of flyers on them. The one that I've seen everywhere is the lead. It's, I can't remember his name, but it's the lead singer of Mr. Big. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Be that's... With You. Whatever his name is. Yeah. The I'm the one who, who wants to be with this guy, you. You can turn that a Christian song, too. Yeah. Uh, Pray With You. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. Mm-hmm. No, but I see Eric his face. Martin? Yes, and it's just like Mr. Biggs, Eric Martin, and I see them everywhere. I'm oh. just like, way to go, buddy. You're still like riding that Mr. Big train. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. Oh, another Florida story. I'm so surprised. A Florida man has been arrested in an Orlando, Florida. Where? Where was he arrested? What store? Walmart. He was arrested yeah. in an Orlando Walmart after he was caught recording... Oh, no. Up women's skirts using a homemade shoe camera that he had made. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me tell you how he did this. So this guy's name is, uh, let's see, Paul Senzi. Uh, reportedly cut a hole in the top of his one of his black shoes and put his iPod with the camera inside of it into his <laughs> shoe with the camera facing through the hole on the top of his shoe, acting as a hidden camera. So wow. Paul Senzi, who's a software engineer by trade, uh, made his way to a, yeah made his way to a local Walmart and started to follow numerous women down the aisles very closely. 
one of the victims, whose name was Lily Yeah, I mean, Kent. he still has to get the foot underneath them. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, walk so close. <laughs> Uh, one of his victims, Lily Kent, eventually noticed that she was being followed very closely by a strange man. When she got to the checkout lane, uh, Senzi was still behind her, and she saw Senzi's odd-looking shoes and started shouting. Kent demanded that he take them off, but instead Senzi ran away while Walmart security caught up with him and detained him until police arrived. They made him take apart his shoe where he had to reveal the iPod. Somehow I'm going to guess video Paul Senzi was not much of an athletic man to run away from <laughs> Paul Senzi, I don't think. Is, was, I'm uh, only guessing. Yes. Uh, wh- how do you spell his last name? I want to uh, see. S e n z e e. S e n z e. Yes. The Walmart wow, security ca- uh, guards uh, oh, caught up with him. Boy. He's been charged with video voyeurism and is expected to appear in court later next month. Paul Senzi looks kind of like uh, Kenny Powers, buddy. Oh, yeah, Paul Senzi's really creepy looking. Yeah, he looks like. Uh, what's Kenny Powers' friend's name? In uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. You would know. I don't oh, know. Oh. I know you're talking about. Yeah. All right. So anyway, <laughs> ladies, if you're if you're wearing a skirt and you feel some, if, don't ever let some guy walk that close to you yeah, where you can get say, his foot underneath your skirt. No, that's just not a good Mm-mm. idea. I'd, I'd say keep an eye out for that. But now you're gonna have to look out for <laughs> shoes all the time. Do you pay attention to that kind of thing? No, because I always wear leggings. I mean, if they want to look at my skirt, that's fine. All they're gonna see is leggings. It's really not that exciting. There you go, gentlemen. There you go. Oh. You just heard right now. Wow, I'm so sexy. Ooh, scandalous. <laughs> All right, and I do have one more story. And it's about a new TV show. Now, Greg, we all know that reality TV is uh, its not the classiest of forms of television. Right. Maybe. This is true. Well, have you heard of, of the naked dating thing? The what? The naked dating where people will uh, like have to go on like a date, but the, it's, like, it's called some... dating naked or something. Is that, is there, yes, yes, I have seen that. Where they go on dates. And uh, but they are not uh, wearing any clothes, and they sit there and they do their like naked dating thing. Right. Oh yeah, that guy. That's the same one. So anyway, there is a new show now. No, that wasn't scandalous enough. So now there's a new show that's just been announced that's going to come out, and it's uh, on cable's WE Network. What's I What's that? Uh, women's Entertainment, I think. Oh okay. Yeah. Is that Oprah's? No, Oprah's is O. Oh, oh maybe Oprah is. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. It's a women's entertainment one. Okay. Uh, they've just announced the green lighting of a new sh- reality show that is going to be called Sex Box. <laughs> a show that promises to feature couples having sex in a box on a set. Sex wow. Box. Well, let me tell you about it. The network okay. says the series. Uh, Produced by uh, reality television and adapted from a UK series that's already existed, says is an extreme therapy reality concept. So here's how it goes: Couples, what happens on the show in, of Sex Box? Is, uh, sex Box. Sex Box. Uh, so what happens is couples discuss their relationship issues with a panel of experts who are all on stage. Then they retire to their camera-free, soundproof sex box, which is on set. Mm-hmm. Next to where the panel of experts are, uh-huh. where they go to have sexual relations. Well, now, wait a minute. I'm just going to say, though, if it actually is a show called Sex Box, but yet you don't get to see or hear any of the sex, what's what's the point of this? I don't know, because you know that I they're mean, having sex they in were, the Sex Box? They were on target all the way through Sex and Box. Like, yeah. They, they had me in. I was sold to watch an episode of this, and then they're telling me, um, oh, It's being pointed surprise. out by Rick that Sex Box sounds like a Spinal Tap song. It, it does. does. Yes, it does. I'm sorry, continue, yes. Coming to my sex box. Um, so so basically they're saying it's box, no sex. Well, it says well, they're, they're having 
Maybe it's I like, don't know what they're doing it's in a, there. It's titillating because you know they're having sex in the sex box. How do I know they're having sex in there? They're probably having sex in the sex I'm box. I'm not saying I want to watch this show necessarily, but I'm saying if I were going to watch a show based on it being called Sex Box, I want some sex. In a box. Uh, the couple don't so, even need the box. Just show the sex. All right. Well, while the while the couple retires to the camera-free, soundproof sex box, uh, the panel of experts sits next to the sex box and talks about them, discussing their initial observations and pondering whether their relationship will survive. So they're discussing this while they're having sex. Yes, while they're having in the sex box. in the sex box. Then the couple emerges immediately. Should, should we have one of those at the listener party? No, that's oh, probably a bad God. idea. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> you- and on stage, the sex box. <laughs> no, I do not want to be responsible for people going into a sex box. No, no. All right. Uh, that then, might violate the contract a little yeah, bit, the too. Couple, <laughs> the couple who is in the sex box uh, have to sign a contract to immediately, as soon as they are finished sexing in the sex box, they have to em- uh, emerge immediately to discuss what their sex was like in the sex box. Well, that's a lot of pressure right there. I know, right? I'm just saying, that's putting a lot of pressure on them. I know. So no Now, men- is it a box? Do they get to lay down in the box? Or is it you have to stand up? Like, how? what, what are the parameters of the box here? I don't know. It's, it's, there is a picture of the sex box. I think it, it looks like a... Does like the sex box have a bed in it? Half or is of it a just shipping like a, crate? I don't just, know. Yeah, it's just like a big box, like a big uh, wood box that you just have to lay down in. Like, all right, bang it out in the wood box. <laughs> Come back out. Let's talk We're about We're going to be talking shit about you while yeah. you're in the sex box. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't mention how long that you'll be expect- expected or allowed to be in the sex box, but uh, so but the reason that they do this and they talk to them afterward is that scientists and researchers cite that people are more trusting and open in the moments immediately after sex due to the body's natural release of oxytocin, uh, also known as the cuddle hormone. As a result, as a result, postcoital couples therapy. Nobody calls it the cuddle hormone. As a result, postcoital couples therapy is more powerful and effective. <laughs> In theory, say they even they even can they even do go through with it. They're come come out all sweaty, mm-hmm. like disheveled. Like, all right, now let's talk about your problems. Again. No, no, they're doing it wrong. They started off right, but I know what if some poor guy on. just like gets all like paranoid and he's like in the box, just like I can't do it, I can't do it, Mary. Right. <laughs> She's like, it's okay, baby, I love you anyway. And they come out and then like, and also they're supposed to get in a big fight. And like argue about each other's problems, and then go bang it out like right afterwards. Well, they're not supposed to. They're not arguing. They discuss their relationship. Is- oh, I guess they do. Yeah, their issues. Yeah, the so panel of generally, experts. in my experience, that generally <laughs> doesn't lead immediately to. All right, well now that's done. So they come to no resolution, and then like, all right, bang it out. yeah. So there you go. All right, and one more story. Uh, this is uh, thank you to books who sent me this too. Mind saying I thought it would be an old refrigerator box. Now that would be interesting. You'd get smothered. How? An it's old a refrigerator, refrigerator box? box? A box. It's cardboard. Oh, like a cardboard box? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's... Because it said it's... Oh, wait. Hang on. Let me look at this. So it said it's... Oh, it's soundproof. All right. So it is camera-free and soundproof. Pointless. It's just a box. Just a box. Just a sex box. All right. And finally, a chef preparing a dish from cobra flesh... Oh, that's common. <laughs> Died after a snake's head bit him 20 minutes after it was cut off. <laughs> now, did you know that snakes can still produce venom when their heads are cut off and separated from their bodies? Yeah, I'm assuming. Well, I didn't know that. So, I mean, its head is disattached from its body. So yeah, but I mean, the was, venom's still in there. Well, no, the heads, the snake was still moving. Oh. Its head is still alive and bitey 20 minutes after. And this is what a chef learned the hard way. 
a chef by the name of Peng Fan. Now, Peng Fan had been preparing a special dish made from the Indo-Chinese spitting cobra, which is a rare delicacy in Asia where eating snakes is commonplace. Yes. Uh, but when he went to throw the serpent's head into a waste bin after he had cut it off and it had been laying there for 20 minutes, the snake opened its mouth and bit him, injecting him with its fast-acting venom. So uh, the chef, Ping, Mr. Ping, uh, died before he could be given the life-saving anti-venom in a hospital. So it happened really quickly. So it's just the reaction, like muscle reaction from that thing? If no, you... snakeheads still stay alive for like up to an hour. God. This special type of snake. So they're Indonesian, uh, Indo-Chinese uh. spitting cobra. So yeah, so the chef, was di- he died before he was able to be given the antidote. Uh, diners who were eating in the restaurant at the time described the screams coming from the kitchen as the tragedy unfolded. Restaurant guest Lin Sun, who was in the restaurant with his wife at the time, said we were in the restaurant having a meal for her birthday when suddenly there was a lot of commotion. We didn't know what happened, but we could hear screams coming from the kitchen. How terrifying would that be? Yeah, that's Sitting terrifying. at a nice restaurant. Uh, there were calls for a doctor in the restaurant, but unfortunately by the time medical assistance arrived, the man had already died. Uh, after we heard that, we did not continue to eat our meals. No. Yeah, so... Uh, did they still have to pay for it? They probably didn't have to pay for it. So what was happening... to go. So what's happening, the snake was being diced up to be made into a snake soup. So what Hey, also, did, why the fuck are you eating snake soup from a poisonous... It, it's no. a delicacy in That's Asia. No. That's what it said. No. So the snake was diced up. So the rest of its body was diced up, minus the head, which stayed alive, just laying there. So all the rest of it was like... And all the other pieces of the snake were diced up and being cooked. So this is a snake soup, which is a delicacy in the area and much sought-after dish at high-end restaurants. China has seen a rising demand for snake products, not only in restaurants, but also for traditional medicine. China's weird, man. Yeah. So uh, a snake expert, uh, Yang Hong Cheng, who spent 40 years studying cobras, said that all reptiles... Ooh, ooh, I didn't know this. All reptiles can function for up to an hour after losing body parts or even their entire body. Oh. <sighs> Now, adults of the Indochinese spitting cobra average uh, three feet to three foot nine, uh, three foot nine long, uh, but can reach a maximum of five feet. Oh God! Now, when they bite you, death is caused by paralysis and consequent asphyxiation. But uh, if the snake only spits in the venom in your eyes, even it causes permanent blindness. Fuck that! Fuck Why that. would you even be near anything like that to I eat it? I don't know. That's something you shoot from a distance, or just stay the fuck away from wherever it is. Yeah. So yeah. note to self and to everybody, uh, reptiles can live for up to an hour with their heads completely disattached from their cut-up bodies. Oh, there you have it. That's your world of crazy. Wow. That is just disturbing. Yeah, because you would kind of assume that it probably wouldn't be able to eat you. Well, A, I wouldn't be eating it, number one. I don't know if I've ever eaten snake. You seem like you would. You seem like if you were in like an Asian country that you would like fancy a go at it. Maybe, but if I knew if it was like a poisonous thing like that, because mm-hmm. obviously this chef is not very good at his job if he didn't even realize he could die from it. How am I supposed to trust that he didn't like pierce the poison sack, venom sack, and like that's all over Stop my food? Stop saying sack, please. I mean, he could have he could have poked open the venom sack and it's leaking all over the place. I wouldn't eat there. I don't trust him. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, there we go. That's all I was going to say about that one. Venom sack. Ew. Ew. Um, all right. Now that I can get that out of my head. Mm-hmm. 
we need to say thank you to one of our fine sponsors. We sure do. Yes, indeed. And mm. that is Next Adventure. Yes. Nextadventure.net. Of course, Next Adventure, that is where I buy all of my outdoor stuff. They ha- also have, uh, I believe, uh, Snake Venom kits. <gasps> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, I might just pick one of those up for life. I have one of those. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. For, for I mean, it's on, there's only a few places I've ever camped where it's a real worry. Well, dude, when I was at Lake Billy Chinook, I saw a rattlesnake. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, snakes are here in the Northwest. Yeah, and did somebody go pick that up afterwards? Because they could have been stung. A, I know. A well, bit. they did cut yeah. off its head. I don't know what happened to the rest of it. Yeah, see? Oh, the head could have been alive still. Yep. Oh. So I picked that up there. Okay. And also all of my other outdoor stuff. Of course you we did. We actually just saw Brian from Next Adventure today. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find out information at nextadventure.net. You can actually order online as well. You can. And so let us know if you go in there. Of course, their, their main store is located right here on Grand and Stark. And you can go into that store and find out find everything they've got. They've, they've got so many amazing things. Like, all, all I can say is it is where I do they all my They have a section for everybody. Like Greg likes to look at all of the like the hiking stuff and like survival stuff. You know what I like to look at? All the amazing purses and clothes and shoes that they have. They've got that too. That is the... I'm sorry. Did, uh, you know this about me? And they have a great sunglasses selection. That is true. And all kinds of... Just really cool looking stuff. Really efficient. Really affordable stuff. And it's a, it's a great store. Hell yeah. Nextadventure.net. And uh, send me an email. Like, let us know if you go in there and shop, or if you have any questions about gear. Because I've talked about some stuff that mm. I bought from there. Um, somebody wrote and asking about the water filter that I purchased. So I sent back oh, some info. God, on that one. I, you the never water filter is so amazing. Water I bought filter. the water filter there a little while ago. It's so awesome. Nextadventure.net. Mm-hmm. Strong supporters of Fun Employment Radio. Save the date, November fourteenth. November 14th, 2014. It's a Friday, and it will be the date of the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party. Lots of festivities are going to be going on with that. So excited. Save that date. If you're coming from out of town, make your plans. Get here for it. It's going to be awesome. Even Keel in the chat's like, really, Greg, the fucking water filter again? I love the water filter. (laughs) It's so good. I love water filter. I've, the next song I'm going to play. It's very important to have nice, clean water it is. wherever you go. Water is the most important thing that you I can have. I think you're kind of making light of the situation, and it's uh, not something that you really should because Craig. if you're out in the wilderness, <laughs> you need to get water. You get, you want to be able to find. You know what? Here, I can tell you what kind it is. Okay, you do that. Well, I, and also after this, just uh, for live listeners, I'm going to play a song that I'm dedicating to Greg and the lady upstairs for Floor Wars. It's called Loathing. It's from <laughs> the right. musical Wicked. It's the exact it, it depicts exactly. The feelings that you have for each other. All right. It's beautiful. I got the Katadin Hiker Water Microfilter from Next God, Adventure. That's up. the one that I picked up. Nextadventure.net. Got to have fresh water. More than water filters. That's November what that's 14th. Be. <laughs> Save that date. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Thanks, guys. Oh, send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.